Shortlisted is brought to you by Future Women's Jobs Academy. Getting back to work after a career break isn't easy. Future Women's Jobs Academy is a free online program supported by the Australian Government. It's proven to increase confidence and connect women with meaningful and flexible jobs. Apply today at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com. We'll support you to find the right job and thrive. Nothing makes a person go weak at the knees quite like a job interview. Enter Shortlisted, a podcast by Future Women where Helen McCabe and I hold your virtual hand, walking with you every step of the way, right to the interview door and straight onto the shortlist. In this episode, we are doing some post-game analysis. In other words, how do you assess the success of the interview you just had? And what should you do next? Let's figure out when and how you should follow up after your interview. Jamila, you've had your interview. It's gone really well. Thank you. You're very excited by the job. What next? Do you call or email or just do you just wait? I hate this particular problem because I'm an anxious, nervous, enthusiastic person who wants to call immediately. The challenge here, folks, is striking the right balance, I think, between being interested and attentive on the one hand, but not being overwhelming or obtrusive or pushy on the other. So I think there's a few things you can do, Helen. So firstly, you can confirm the timeframes in the interview. So if they don't confirm the timeframe themselves, like if they don't say we'll be in touch within a couple of days or we'll be doing this, it's okay to ask at the end, when can I expect to hear some feedback and who will be in touch? And often I think it's quite, without being over the top, it's quite a nice way to mention that, of course, this isn't the only job that you're looking at. You can always just say, obviously, I'm job hunting at the moment. I'm having a few conversations. I'm really excited about this role. Would you be able to tell me when I might expect to hear feedback? And that, again, reinforces that you're enthusiastic while quietly reminding them that other people might want you to. Excellent advice. The other point to consider is your tone. You've already met at this point, so it's okay to use your authentic voice in any follow-up communications. Be polite and be friendly. Try to personalise it and keep it light. Yeah, you don't need to email with a to whom it may concern once you've done an interview. Send a thank you note within 24 hours. Now, this is not something in modern life that is necessarily popular or common. My grandma sent a lot of thank you notes when she was alive. Yes. And I I don't know if anyone in her family has since. And I think I should do it. And then I never get around to it. So it's common, in fact, advisable to thank the hiring manager for their time and to reassert your interest. Really good thing to do. If you're concerned you missed any critical information, this is also a chance to mention it. Say, oh, I didn't answer this question correctly. Um, this is what I would have said if I'd had more time to think about it. You can just add a couple of quick points. But a caution, don't reach out to the interview panel. You could perhaps add them on LinkedIn with a note saying thanks, but that's all. Again, I'd be a bit cautious about that. Not necessarily in every case, the right course of action. So weigh that up. The hiring manager recruiter is your contact and who is there to assist you. You can ask them to pass on your thanks to the panel. 
They are really good pieces of advice. I've got a few more. Make sure that you wait for the agreed timeframe. If you've had a conversation in the interview or if the hiring manager has said, for example, we'll send you an email within a couple of weeks with next steps, wait a couple of weeks. Don't be pushy five days later saying, hey, just wondering what the next steps were. Don't do that. Wait the agreed amount of time. And then if you haven't heard back, wait another five days. Don't kind of say, hello, it has now been two weeks and you said it would be two weeks and I have not heard from you. Don't be that person. Wait another week, be a little bit more casual, a little bit less desperate. It's a bit like dating, folks. If you don't hear back in the agreed time frame, then wait another five days and you could send an email that's something like, Dear Helen, I wanted to follow up on my interview on Tuesday of four weeks ago. I wondered if you had any updates you might be able to share. I'm so excited by the opportunity to work with you at Future Women. Please let me know if you have any other questions. And one thing to add there is that if it's a big organisation, if it's a Commonwealth Bank or Qantas, those really big organisations, they think they're going to get back to you in five days. They're big organisations. They just get delayed. It's really common for big organisations to for the time to blow out. So, yeah, if the time's blowing out, don't beat yourself up about it. It's It can just be the structures of organisations have a lot of processes. If it's a small organisation and super small, it could just forget to yeah. call you or contact you. You didn't get the job and they forget to tell you. So, again, you, you can send that um, politely worded email going, hello, just wondering what's going on. And if you've clicked onto this episode to have a listen because you are currently sitting there waiting to hear back after a job interview, be patient. Just remember that there are so many different reasons that a delay might be taking place. It doesn't mean you didn't get the job. Do not assume that. There are lots of different reasons that delay recruitment periods. So, remember that interviews might still be in progress. Maybe you were the first cab off the rank and this is a competitive role and they're talking to a whole bunch of people. Remember that personal disruptions happen to those who are hiring as well as those who might be hired. So maybe someone's needed to take unexpected leave and they're a key decision maker in this process. It does sound like dating about now. It really does. Yeah, my mum died or my cat died. I know. And I would say in dating, if they don't get back in touch with you in a few days... Strike them off, cut them (laughs) off the list. Organisations, however, are different. This is about work. It's not about love. So capacity is relevant. Think about the fact that an organisation might be running low on resources. The search could just have been paused. This is something that's happened in my working life where we've been looking for a role and for whatever reason, there's been a different resignation or there's been a change in funding availability or there's been a process question. In government, there's a million different things that can intervene in terms of government and ministerial priorities that affect the whole public service and often something will just be paused and they haven't got around to updating you or they're hoping that things will resolve quickly and they'll get back to you soon enough. That doesn't mean it's anything personal. Can you send a second follow-up? So if you followed up and you don't hear back, continue to be patient. Wait at least five to 10 business days between emails. If you send more than one follow-up and several weeks have passed, it's okay to check if there is another person you can chase in case you have the wrong contact. Most organisations are completely okay with that. They do understand that this is a big thing for you, that if you're waiting on a job, it is highly disruptive to not know one way or another. Help, I made a mistake in the interview. Interviews are stressful. We all make mistakes. Yes. The number of times I have had a friend call me in tears after an interview saying that they'd blown it or they'd done something wrong. 
I think the first thing to do is to try and take a step back, pause for a moment and question yourself if you are being overly critical or if you actually did make a mistake. Because if you're just having a kind of general worried response that's driven from an anxiety because you're excited about this job, there's no reason to do anything about that. It's probably in your head, I bet you were great. However, if you can think of a particular instance and you can name when it was when you were really unhappy about what you said or you were unable to answer something in particular or that you walked out of that interview and you know it just didn't go well, then there's nothing wrong with sending an email. I think sending an email to clarify, uh, trying to make up for that potential make or break mistake or provide additional information is a really good thing to do. If you are going to send that email though, make sure it's good. Make sure it's concise and to the point. Make sure it is polite and thanks them for their time and consideration and flesh out your answer without writing us a giant long essay. We won't read it. No, we won't read it. We won't read it. Keep it short, keep it short. Um, But it is a really good opportunity in the thank you note to say, um, I don't feel I fully answered the question about X and Y and I'd just like to clarify. So, don't hesitate doing that. Keep it concise. Thank them for the time and their consideration. And then cross your fingers. And if you're unsuccessful, I'm sure you won't be, but if you are unsuccessful, I think all of our immediate instinct is to just run away and hate that organisation and go to someone we love and care about who will always be on our side and bitch about them as long as we can. And you should totally do that. But you should also ask for some feedback. It's really hard to ask for feedback when you feel like you've been rejected, but feedback is invaluable. It will help you improve your interviewing skills for the next time. It will help you to solidify your relationship with that hiring manager in case they are hiring other positions in the future. And it might even just put your mind at ease. If you don't know the reason someone said no, then your brain can take you to all sorts of silly places. But often it will just be, oh, there was someone who had five years more experience and they were a better fit for the role as a result, but we'd love to have you back another time. And quite often it's line ball. You know, quite often it's like, oh, this person's great at this, this this person's great at that. If that's the case and you've just missed out on the flip of a coin, it's good to know because you are closer to getting your next job. Shortlisted is produced by Future Women's Jobs Academy. To apply to join, head to jobsacademy.futurewomen.com or go to futurewomen.com to become a Future Women member today.